don't uh, don't just start like trying to act like nothing's nothing's happening. I mean, wh wh where have you been? Well, okay. Um, yeah, well, well, okay. Yeah, well, okay. It's like forty. It's I mean, we're like an hour. We're exactly an hour uh, late. Well, not exactly. I mean, technically, we're a half hour late. No, the, from the original thing, but we also made mention last night in a meeting that we were going to possibly as start. early as seven thirty. Yeah, so eight thirty now. Yeah, exactly. No, no, it's well, no, yeah, it's eight thirty now. The but target time. The target time was nine o'clock your time, eight o'clock my time. Okay, that was the original uh, schedule time, but the target time had moved to seven thirty. No, 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 no. Don't, you, you, this isn't about me, okay? This is about uh, the four people that listen to this show and and <laughs> the fact that now they'll have to wait an extra hour because of, because of you. Wow, did it take so long? <laughs> wait a minute. We're not you streaming. Wrote, it doesn't matter. We, <laughs> they listen to this whenever they want to listen to it. Look, I'm not going to finish here and then go soak in an avocado bath and then fall asleep. I, I have a schedule. I have a schedule. The people that listen to this show, uh, I don't know, it's Saturday. They avocado might have Avocado bath? That's an excellent idea. Avocado bath. Uh, very good for the pores. Good for the skin. Yeah. Plus, you can eat the bath. Don't try to change the subject right now. Oh. Okay, okay. to avocado bath. You, 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 <laughs> you, how dare you? Okay, all right. You know what? Let's, let's table that for now. Um. We'll get back to your issue later. Um, how are you this morning? Well, I'm actually kind of, it's been a little cold, but it's warming up quickly. We're outside. We're back at the coffee shop. And uh, so that's kind of nice. Uh, um, is there a lot of people around? No, no, no. It's a, it's a Saturday. It's Thanksgiving weekend. I think that might have something to do with it. There wasn't that many people here yesterday either. Uh, of course, it was Black Friday. Are people, oh, that was yesterday? Damn it. <sighs> I was going to get steals on deals. Oh, I yeah. Well, forget about that. Oh, yeah, here, here's that. Nate. Nate has walked up. Okay. We, 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 you're not broadcasting live from the, I mean, let's just try to stay, you know what I mean? I got, okay, so I want to, I mean, let's get focused. Let's, well, I mean, let's get serious. Uh, okay. Hey, Nate. No, I, I post, I already posted about Black Friday. I already posted shop shop. Don't buy anything yesterday. Well, I guess you, it's too late now. Um, but this weekend is the whole deal. So stop shop. Okay. I won't. I bought a big bag of coffee. I didn't realize it was the boycott. So, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Well, coffee, that's, ex that's acceptable. That's important. Um, Okay, well, I want to talk to you for a second because I, I do want your opinion on something. Um, okay. Absolutely, yes. Giant latte. Um, uh, American uh, exceptionalism. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, uh, organic or not. Uh, it's a bugbear you know. of mine. Well, I, you know, it's, uh, it's something, I mean, uh, you know, there's, uh, the spirit of it is a good thing. It's like, Hey, you know, anything's possible. American dream, hail Mary, anybody, anybody, uh, I can do you know, anything's sure. possible. Anything's possible. Uh, and expected, well, so, you know, so that uh, was America in the thirties. Sure. But I think the spirit of that is alive to some extent in the idea of exceptionalism well uh, american ex american possibility um mm. american exceptionalism as was an exceptional place um that has graduated into a sort of more fascistic uh, america uber alles uh right and then of course you know leading i guess to isolationism right at a certain point because you, you know, you start to think that uh, everybody's beneath you, and you know, then it makes it harder to negotiate. It makes it harder to collaborate. Uh, well, of a know. type, of a type, I, I think our uh, our exceptionalists want to rule the world. So uh, how, right, how I, I mean, right, right, American Uber right. Alice. right, exactly. Uh, 
So, so what ends up happening sometimes is, you know, if there's something that we're not good at, for example, uh, right. Instead of, uh, you know, figuring out a way exceptionally to, to compete, uh, we tend to just, uh, you know, denounce the thing, whatever it is. That's not important. It's not, it's not worth our time. You know, oh, no, that's not uh, – an example is like soccer, right? Football. Okay. Uh, you know, most played sport on the planet, most, most participated sport by youth in America – uh, by a wide margin. Uh, is that true? That is absolutely true. And, uh, but the fact I'm that we glad do to hear really that. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's fun. It's, it's not terribly expensive. You, all you need is a field and the ball and the thing. So it's not, you know, a lot and of schools can participate. Kids can participate cheaply. You know? Yeah. And from from what I've seen, I, I don't watch a lot of sports, but it seems like a lot of, um, a lot of opportunity for exceptional athleticism is within that sport. I'd say more so than many of our more popular sports, football, for instance. Well, it's one of the most physically intensive uh, sports, except for mass genocide. I mean, really, it's very, very very physically taxing. Um, But Americans don't do well on the international level or or haven't, you know, Mm -hmm. done, done very well. So then there's kind of a rejection of, you know, the global aspect of, of soccer to some extent, like it's not, Oh, it's not a real sport. Because so uh, Americans aren't exceptional in soccer. They are not. And, and, and the only way right now we can really battle that is to just pretend that soccer is not a worthy uh, pursuit, you know? Okay. Even though the entire world would tend to disagree uh, with that. Um, so, so we end up missing out on some things, some of the, the pomp of the, of the World Cup, some of the, the, the legends, some of the right. history of it. We, we kind of miss out on all of it because we reject it out of hand. Um, well, I, uh, so even I, who doesn't follow sports really at all, am aware that a, that a soccer legend died recently. Yes. So, very, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so we're getting that much. Well, you're talking, of course, about Diego Maradona, um, who, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, speaking as an American to an American in America, it's very difficult to, to even explain the, the level of popularity globally uh, and the importance of a, of, a, of a player to a sport, to a country, to a, to a region, to, you know, it, it's, we really don't have a parallel in American athletics for that. Right. Um, I, and I certainly would have. I, I'd never heard of the guy until I saw the news of his death. Well, I mean, it's and they say a complicated legacy. And in a sense, yes, I mean, it's it's just really it's really hard to get our minds around it. And then it, that speaks to a kind of a, an isolationist problem that we tend to have from time to time with certain things. Right. Um, where we kind of miss out on some stuff because we, you know, we just we can't accept the fact that we're not the best at everything. You know, uh, I don't want to get into it too. I mean, you know, it's a com- he's a complicated figure. If you want to read up well, about Maradona, you know. So I, you know, I think there are um, what neighborhoods or subcultures in America where soccer is a big deal. I mean, that's their go-to sport. Absolutely. And, uh, and so, so we've got a basis for it, but I think there's large segments of the country that soccer is not a big deal at all. And so we don't have uh, that background for, you know, Americans to develop that sport and develop in that sport. And I think once it becomes more popular in America, I think our athletes will rise to the occasion. But it is the most popular youth sport. More kids play it than football or baseball or anything else. And by a margin. I mean, it's it's pretty wild. And then you get to the collegiate level and it becomes more, you know, there is no pro, you know, there's, no, there's, there's just, it's like the pro part of it, the professional part of it doesn't exist. So college, college soccer is not a feeder to a professional career for most, for most soccer players. It is the end of the line. So it's just as America, as America ever won a World Cup? No, 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 no. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Not. No, no. Yeah. Um, I think we've won some games though before. So, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I've I've heard a little bit about it, and um, so we're not completely out of the car. 
It's just, it makes me, you know, a guy like, I mean, this guy, Maradona, is every bit as important as Pele, for example, you know, and probably is more, his, what he accomplished is much more impressive than what Pele even accomplished, you know. And, and he's so, from South America, Pele, too. You know? Yeah, Pele I have heard of, so. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's almost like this rejection of the sport has robbed us of this I think a, an appreciation of a cultural icon and a very important, you know, it just, it makes me reflect a little bit on what other things we probably have missed out on. Um, I guess we're catching up with ramen noodles. So that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, Interesting I think China, analogy. Well, I'm just saying, I think China consumes like a hundred million units of, of ramen noodles every year. And, you know, we're up to like seven maybe. So you know, we'll get it. Together. Well, they have they have three times the population, though. Um, no nutritional value, I guess, with ramen noodles. Um, I think it rivals cardboard. Yeah, I mean, no nutrient value. Like, there's some theory, like it literally doesn't exist for the human body as it moves through. You know, so, not even roughage. No, it's not. It doesn't poison you. That's the thing. It doesn't poison you. It just takes up space and gives you the sensation of being full, and then that's it. So, yeah. That's my impression. Yeah, uh, which doesn't seem bad, actually. We eat too much. Well, I guess I'm out of time now. Just kidding. <laughs> you, like what? Better head to that bad avocado bath. I like. I don't understand. Like, you've never played any sports growing up. Nothing. I mean, just nothing. Like, um. No, that's did not you not- true. But you're more true. Did you not play basketball? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I played best. I played on the church basketball team. Are I you also played on the church. Player? I I wasn't great, but I wasn't horrible. Um, Mormons are usually pretty good basketball players. Yeah, that's true. It's a, basketball is actually a pretty big thing in the Mormon church. Yeah, it's giant. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, there have actually been Mormon gangs that have formed from previous Mormon basketball teams. Like actual gang gangs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, There was the uh, Dribbling Danites from Provo. You say say Dribbling Danites? That's what you said? The Dribbling Danites, yeah, who uh, later changed their name when they were going to go, you know, beat up some Gentile suckas, as they referred to it. But um, Is that really how they referred to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's the Mormon swearing thing, you know. Sucker? Well, that's, you know, that's the way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. S-U-C-K-A. So so I, what I don't understand is you play bat, you're playing basketball, you know, you're having a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's gang culture, so that makes it more fun. Um, we didn't have that, not where I was. Well, you won't won't admit to it on the radio, but I I think we all kind of can hear that that's probably the case. Um, I won't admit to it on the radio because it's not true. Okay, well, you know, I mean, you know, it's neither here nor there. It's probably there, you know, but uh, you're saying it's here. That's fine. Um, How did you not? We don't have to go through it. We don't have to go through it. Um, No. uh, but how have you avoided not being like not watching basketball as a casual fan now? I'm saying you have no interest at all in watching professional basketball or collegiate basketball or you know. never did. Never did. I, I, I actually enjoyed playing basketball and softball. But then you but, had no, uh, no interest whatsoever of watching it after. You never stopped. watched sports in my life, actually. Um, actually, my uh, my wife was into watching d- dressage, you know, horse jumping. Uh, oh yeah, well, so, dressage, sure, yeah, horse jumping, of course, yeah. I mean, everybody knows right, that. I know, I right, I know, but I did get into watching it a little bit. Uh, watching the uh, the exhibitions of the horses jumping over the things. Yeah, yeah. So with her, uh, I never did it on my own, but I was kind of interested in it. Certainly, uh, watching football, baseball, what about golf, box? never Boxing. a thing. How about nah. boxing? Just watching two people just beat the hell out of each other? Nothing? Right. Nah. Nah. Nothing? Not even Ali. Huh. Well, it must be so great to be up on your mountain. My mountain of non-sports? Uh, Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it must be great looking down on all of us. 
Look, I'm a musician and a poet. I'm a musician and a poet. I don't have time for those pursuits. That's right. No, that's not the pursuits. I played. I played. I played. I just didn't want to oh, sit yeah, there when and it was, watch. When it was convenient. When it was convenient for you. I didn't want to sit there and watch and drink beer and eat chips and dip. You say dip. You say dip like it's worse than the chips. <laughs> uh, so there's some interesting things happening in 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 the world other than than sports. That was the and, worst segue ever. But please continue. <laughs> what's what's happening? Do you hear about? Okay, do you hear about this guy in Texas that's uh, um, gave two and a half million dollars to? to, to uh, contribute to stopping the election fraud. Okay. Two and a half million dollars. Um, and now he's suing the organization that took the money. Um, because there's because, no fraud. Because there's no fraud. Right. Um, it, uh, the organization is, is was called True the Vote, Inc. Okay. And... Um, they uh, they claimed that they had a multi-part plan to investigate, litigate, and expose suspected illegal balloting and fraud in the 2020 general election. Except they did. Um, well, they did. Um, they did do four lawsuits, which they almost immediately withdrew from because, well, they were completely without merit. I see. Uh, they all failed for lack of evidence. Um, so I guess the, the case hinges on what exactly did they do to investigate? Um, and um, if they didn't do that much, maybe this case has some legs. I don't know. I think it's funny that they would have to give that money. It's back. hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Can you, how are um, my levels? How are my levels on your side? Oh, your levels are better than mine. Okay, so yours are awesome over here too. So okay, everything's oh. working. Okay. Oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ah, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're All good. Right. Okay. I don't want to break your train so, of thought about the lawsuit. Yeah. However, they they may uh, they may not have. I mean, any average person would know that there was no election fraud. So that and the information to, to indicate that is generally known and generally out there. However, there's a lot of people that don't know it anyway. Well, I think a weird so, sidebar of this is the detrust, the distrust in the system and Dominion voting machines and this and that is going to end up right. costing the GOP dearly in, in the runoffs in, in January. Some people are not going to vote in protest. Republicans. One can one can only hope. I mean, there is a movement for it. So it's very strange. Uh, right. Okay. That reminds me of, um, let's see, it was the uh, the Sunnis not participating in the vote in uh, Iraq. The first of votes, um, the first balloting after the, you know, Iraqi invasion. Um, reconstruction, they, you mean reconstruction. So they boycotted, and as a result, they got a Shia parliament in Iraq hmm. Interesting. was their enemy um, that's Iranian uh, Islam is Shia so it was really weird weird situation for uh, for Iraq and well, it sounds like if they're I hadn't actually heard that and there were Republicans really gonna do that in Georgia Trump is already Trump's kind of saying it to some extent um, I read that in CNN and then um, yeah there's there's some movements to avoid the Dominion machines, these machines that supposedly can be <laughs> rigged, so and there's a and they use a lot of them. So I mean, it could it could really reduce the Republican turnout. So it's very so strange. if they can it's a strange if moment. they can rig if they can rig them, there should be some evidence of that, and none has been produced. If they were going to rig them, there's no way McConnell would still have his seat. So. Yeah, That's right. It. Well, there's that. That's uh, it. Yeah, I mean, that would have been the, job number one. Hey, Democrats lost seats in the House. That's what I'm saying. It was the worst rigging ever. <laughs> yeah, if, if it was a rigging. So, but if, if there'd have to be some sort of mechanism for the rigging. And none has been produced. 
our system is an arcane voting system. It's design. It's by design so that we are disenfranchised with our interest. Correct. And in, in all the history of a hundred million plus votes wow. being counted and blah, 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 they, they, they're just, there has never been fraud. No one has ever cared enough to fake a vote. You can't do it in such a way to, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it's such a big deal this time around that it, this has been the most closely watched election in America's history. Oh, sure. Everybody was waiting for the country to burn. Yeah. So um, many of the uh, um, election officials, state by state, have said there's never been a tighter uh, election. I mean, it's as far just not as, something that happens. For the widespread fraud is not possible, and individual fraud is very rare, you know. And in most cases, it's somebody voting because they thought they were eligible to vote and they weren't. I mean, it's usually. Oh, you know what I mean? speaking of which, uh, Trump's lawyers um, lost a case in Philadelphia yesterday. Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah. uh, and the the judge's quote on it, uh, Judge Stefanos Bibas. Um, his quote was, I think, uh, relevant, free, fair elections are the lifeblood of our democracy. Charges of unfairness are serious, but calling an election unfair does not make it so. Charges require specific allegations and then proof. We have neither here, he said. What's so, going on? Is, some, is somebody being, it's a great quote, is somebody being killed over there in the background? That's Nate. Are they torturing the background? Rats? <laughs> uh, no, no one's torturing rats. That... Nate's a whimsical guy. That's very yeah. whimsical. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Nate. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, it's so unprofessional, this entire situation here. You know what I mean? We should really be in helicopters. Helicopters? Or a helicopter. Why? I don't know. It just seems fancy. <laughs> look, uh, um, look, uh, you know, this is a tough situation in terms of, uh, you know, we got 70 million people plus that are kind of, you know, ready to follow this guy down the tube. Um, does he end up going to prison? You know, he's talking about hmm. pardoning himself now. Well, he can't do that. As, yeah, he really as, can't do that. Yeah, that he cannot do. Um, there are some scenarios. We, I think we've talked about him before, about how he might get that job done by making Pence the president before he leaves office. Um, doesn't seem like his ego so, is going to allow him that option. Right, that just doesn't seem... And there's no indications as far as anything anybody said uh, to do that. Um, the... Uh, yeah, I. He Welcome has to said, the show. He has said that he he will leave office. I think that's the closest we're going to get to a concession from him. I'm ready to leave office, to be honest. <laughs> but these Dominion machines, um, I, you know, that's not the important part of it. Um, they don't have. It doesn't have to be Dominion machines. I mean, they they, they seem fine. It seems clear that we do need a, a different voting system, though. Um, I think it's going to get easier as time goes by. So. I do, too. Um, and I certainly want it in a democracy. More people should have easier access to the polls. You know, in Australia, when you that, turn 18, they just register you to vote? Yeah, why not that here? It's automatic. No reason. You're auto it's, automatically registered. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. And I think when we're going to move to... You know more inclusiveness in the in the electorate. Um, uh, which we I was have. reading an article. Uh, I was reading an article. I didn't. I didn't read it, but it was. Uh, I guess explaining that like a bunch of things Biden can do through executive order, even if he doesn't get the Congress. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And it seems so like it's some... some good stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, Budgeting is the big problem, but uh, otherwise, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that uh, he can do by executive order. You know, so again, I didn't read the article, but, you know, I was hoping you did, actually. I, I did, but I don't have a specific list in front of me, and I don't recall exactly. Right, well, you know, if you want to take a break and read that and then come back. 
No? All right. Well, that's one, one day. One day. Some other time. You know, we'll we used to have an in, You know, we had an intern at one time. You know? <laughs> the internet. No, well, not. No, we had an actual intern. Uh, Matt was our intern for like two days. Yeah, yeah Matt's in Northern California right now. Uh, doing what? Uh, family. Huh, yeah, family. family huh? Yeah. Great. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're risking the uh, traveling, you know, during the pandemic. Yeah, I'm so out of it today. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm in post-COVID haze at this point. I think. Well, aren't, aren't we all? There's a lot of stuff. Um, okay, so have you heard about uh, a new piece of am- uh, technology by Amazon called okay. Halo? Okay. Have you heard about that? No. So they're doing it in competition with... Um, Apple's, you know, health checking wristwatch that they have. Sure. So, so Amazon's come out with one, um, and people have been trying it out. It'll tell you, you know, it'll it'll give you indications of not only your pulse rate and body fat, but it'll also uh, report on your state of mind. Um, right? Okay. right. Uh, it'll tell you if you're stern or discouraged um, oh, wow. for a certain portion of the day. Um, the uh, one one guy re- reported that his his watch told him you had one phrase that sounded restrained and sad for one point uh, six seconds at twelve thirty p.m. Uh, it reported. Wow! How terrifyingly cool. I, right, um, and uh, for fourteen point four seconds at exactly eleven forty one a.m., it reported that the guy was satisfied. Uh, huh. Two phrases that sounded satisfied, delighted, or appreciative. Huh. But then okay. he got one that at seven uh, seven eighteen p.m. that uh, said he was afraid, panicked, or overwhelmed. This is his watch telling him this. Okay. Do you think there's a danger that you might start performing for the watch? Well, it certainly seems like it could um, generate behavior change as a response to these cues. Yes. Uh, So I guess we'll see whether that's a good thing or not. Um, Well, I mean, I guess. Sounds kind of terrifying, like you say. It seems a little terrifying. Actually, but yeah, and so I wonder again, what the I watch. I was more hopeful. So I wonder what the watch would say about us talking right now. Um, I don't think it would be terribly impressed with me. Would we change our behavior to try to impress the watch a little better, a little more? So we I get, already feel you know, more... compelled to just start practicing that anyway in the anticipation of getting the launch. More positive feedback somehow. What the fuck? What is that sound? What, do you hear a noise? Yeah. You hear that? What is it? Well, there's a guy that's like halfway down the block. He's drilling. It looks like he's got a, you know, a drill. He's drilling in some screws somewhere. Jesus Christ. I know. We're outside. Hey, it's this the world. We are yeah, the world. Cool. The sounds of the world, everybody. <laughs> well, I don't hear it that loudly. I'm not sure how loud it is. I got earphones. I got earphones on. Oh, really? And I can't hear. Yeah, I can't hear what's coming through my mic. I hear what's coming through your mic. Um, how Speaking are you doing? Which, on hand, hey, how are you doing on hand sanitizer? I don't use it. Okay. Can you send me some then? <laughs> well, so I've got I've got rubbing alcohol at home. That's that's hand sanitizer. I use uh, that's hydrogen peroxide. That, exactly. Exactly. And then I frequently wash with soap and water, which is supposedly even better because it breaks down the uh, the outer casing of of the COVID cell. I think I I think I have it now. I, think. I don't think you can say that. 
I did because I was phlegmy and also I had uh, some irritation in the nostril as well. Well, well there you go. Mon That's like all three of the warning signs. No, it's not. It's more respiratory than it is anything else. So I can't get any rest. So <laughs> I didn't say rest. Respiratory. Oh. That sounds like an airplane landing. No, nah, it's 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 one of those, you know, it's a it's a a Melita, you know, drill that screw, screws in, screwing stuff in. He's, you know, it sounds, like, house. it sounds exactly like a bicycle is killing another bicycle. That's what it's like. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I'm watching the guy do it. No bicycles involved. Are you afraid of sentient uh, machines? Well, um, no more than I'm afraid of fire. Uh, if you could only have one type of pie for the rest of your life, key lime or apple pie, which would you choose? Oh, Jesus, that's tough. Because I, I like both. Apple mm -hmm. pie is more healthy. Mm -hmm. But key lime, gee. Mm -hmm. I do like some key lime pie. Mm -hmm. I, might have to, I might have to go with the unhealthy pie because there's still a ton of sugar in that apple pie anyway. So, yeah, I'm going huh. with key lime. Wow. Yeah. Okay, very interesting. I'm doing this survey to figure out what kind of bread you are. <laughs> well, my my uh, my favorite pie is cherry pie. Interesting. Yeah. So there's that. I like uh, whatever pie I can get my hands on in terms of a box of a pie, but I don't like I don't like lemon meringue or key lime or any of the fruity, uh, very tarty pies. You know what I mean? I'm less a fan of uh, of lemon meringue. Um, I, I don't like lemon meringue. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. And I don't really want meringue to be involved in, in any of it. And I think this is really the strength of the show is really that we we have the, the, the will to tackle difficult subjects. Weighty subjects. Um, like, like pie. Well, exactly. exactly. And, you know, I mean, maybe does it mean I have to subjugate labor and, and go after your farms because we dislike each other's pie choices? You know what I mean? Of course not. Of course not. Doesn't mean that why, at all. Why can't we extend that kind of, uh, tolerance to uh, other issues? Yeah. Oh, you mean like, uh, like, uh, well, Republicanism or Demo Democratism? Can you just tell that? Can guy I say that? Words? Can you go just go tell the guy to stop? Or, uh, can you stop? He's getting louder, isn't he? Can you stop your job? <laughs> <laughs> so it was that house. You can see it from the back porch of uh, of Krakatoa. Um, it's, been, it's been empty for a while. They've been working hard on it. They painted it. Um, or whatever coffee shop you're at. <laughs> we weren't going to name the coffee shop, were we? Well, that, I mean, you're plugging Krakatoa. You know what I mean? No, I not really. No. Well, not really. Not really. We just happen to be here. Is that a plug? Yeah, you're plugging. If, if you think we're... I can't even hear you because it sounds like, like I said, it sounds, now it sounds like some type of industrial press is crushing metallic piano. That's what it sounds like. Actually, what is he doing over there? He's installing a door. That's what it is. Like between him and you, the whole thing's ruined. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's for, I mean first, you, first we're an hour late. Half hour. Well, I'd love to argue with you about it, but I can't. You know, I mean, it sounds like a chainsaw being used to cut into a 747 fuselage. <laughs> well, we'll find out how uh, how loud it is in the playback, but because uh, I, once again, I don't hear it at all in my headphones. Take your headphones off for a second. Yeah, that's pretty loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that lavalier, you know, that's it. I can't believe this. 
I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. It reminds me of uh, metal machine music. Yeah, right. And, which is one of my all-time favorite records. So one of the all-time greatest records. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Uh, well, let's put it in the top five anyway. Well, <laughs> that might be a stretch, but uh, nonetheless, it's See, a, it's, now a, he it's stopped up there. doing it. Now he stopped doing it, and now it's like, what's the point now? Now it's now it's just show again. Uh, another guy has arrived on the scene too. So tell me, he has some giant uh, handheld equipment that he's going to cut into something. He's got giant handheld equipment. Yeah, there he is. Here's goes. a bigger saw. <laughs> oh the new guy no i don't know what he's got i can't really i can't see it they're behind trees and stuff this will amplify the decibels of what you're doing <laughs> so far no that hasn't happened it's same amount of loudness yeah i know what's the point 90 90 000 hospitalizations yesterday you know what yeah I mean? What's the yeah. point? What, seriously, what's the point anymore at this point? You know, I mean, we're all going to get it now. You know, hell in a handbasket. Hell in a handbasket. You know, that's the name of the show. I'm done with it. No, the thing, things are really looking up right now, and you know that's true. Um, why are things looking up? Take me through that. Well, a lot's not looking up. Okay, so the the rise in COVID cases, ah, the uh, the the assassination of a Iran's top nuclear scientist. Right. That's that's going to be a deal. That could be a coincidence. We don't know yet, but you know. Well, um, it certainly looks uh, like an assassination, car bomb, and machine gun. But other than that, Iran is already blaming. Israel with America's connivance. Now, um, Biden has already ex expressed willingness to re-engage on the uh, agreement that we had with Iran to, you know, limit their plutonium enrichment. So the guy running the thing gets blown to shit in his car, and now we're, we're ready to negotiate with whoever steps into his shoes? Well, that's what complicates that whole thing. Yeah, that uh, is complicated. Germany is urging restraint on all sides, but uh, we'll see. Germany is the uh, voice of reason. Angela! Yeah, she's great. She is. She is. She's the, she is the leader of the free world right now. Um, so it's certainly going to make it stickier for Biden to re-engage that agreement. But now they're hammering. See, that sounds like some type of industrial pumping equipment. Really? Uh, he's, I can watch, I can see he's a hammering right now. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's Saturday. What are they working for? I wonder if it's under the table. I don't think so. On a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's our end. I'll go over there and say, hey, this is under the table, isn't it? I'm done. I'm gonna tell the union. You're not done. I'm done. You're not done. I, I have to be. Things are looking up. Nah, I'm finished. The adults are back in the room. Yeah, but it went too far down the hole. Uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's a ways to come back from. That's, that's true. But no, I'm, talking uh, about, I'm talking about me personally. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Why? What's, what's, what's? Where are we at? What's status right now? The status is uh, three of the four engines are burning. Um, it looks like we've lost like 
you know, horizontal control of the aircraft. <laughs> um, I would say we, we are definitely descending in altitude, and, and that is becoming apparent. Um, at an acute angle. We are at an acute angle and near terminal <laughs> velocity. Uh, well, I'm not saying. Look, if you can put out all three fires and figure out some way to right the airplane, then I, I think things could be okay. It's possible we could make it to somewhere to set this craft down. But, safe landing uh, somehow. Well, I'm not saying safe landing, but I'm saying <laughs> you know, you know, in large. Let's say in large pieces. Any uh, any landing you can walk away from. Not everyone will walk away, but it, it's definitely possible that uh, you know it won't or be, be a total wheeled loss. wheeled away. Exactly. But as I as I say that, of course, you know the fourth engine, the fourth engine is smoking. So. Let's just, you know. <laughs> so you're saying it doesn't look great. It doesn't appear that there's anyone that knows how to fly the plane. So there's okay. that. That okay. doesn't help. Um, and it looks like we've drifted into enemy airspace as well. So, oh. It might get shot down. It's possible we're being flanked and they don't look happy. So, <laughs> so there's that. You know. But again, American exceptionalism, in the back of my mind, I feel like a Hail Mary is possible. You know what I mean? It's just the way I've been brought up. I think that I could still emerge victorious. So there is that. American have produced have proven their can-do spirit uh regardless of how wrong-headed it has been in the past definitely americans can do and in the 11th hour with the odds stacked against us exactly right. it's happened before it's happened before and i feel like even though i haven't done that i feel like it's possible that i could do it you know um, well yeah not only do i have faith in you to do that, I have especially faith in you. Um, okay, that's, the, more that's, so, the more same, that's the same thing. But okay. well, no, more so than other people I know to be able to pull the fat out of the fire. It's you. I but okay, all right, fair enough. I appreciate yeah. that. I am I am the fat that's in the fire. But yeah, <laughs> um, but no, I see what you're saying. And I, I take that to heart. And uh, and honestly, even in the absence of even evidence that it's possible, I still feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. sure. So I got a trade-off of that. And I think Americans to dig deep right now and realize that Hail Marys are possible. And, and uh, you know, the story's not good. Um, there's some interesting things happening with our polarization. Um, I feel... I'm sensing some movement on that. Like it's, it's still Sounds there. like somebody's building a boat next to you. No, they're, they're repairing a house. That's what they're doing. These are. Oh, perfect. Great for a Saturday morning. Right. That kind of feels good. Actually. The vibration of it. Almost. Huh. Kind of like metal machine music feels good. Yeah, in a weird way, huh? Maybe I can get a bit of recording of this and use it as a piece of music. Well, I mean, might as some good might as well come out of this. I just sent a piece of uh, music to uh, Marcelo for a um, for a new recording as well. Yeah, that's great, but I can't hear you. You will. Unbelievable. What a difference this is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's turning around. I, I think it's we're not. Getting, it's getting worse. We have like five. Eight, 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 eight. I don't know. Yeah, I know. The fourth engine is smoking. The fourth engine is smoking, and it's like uh, you know, here it is, twenty twenty. I mean, like, goddamn, what a year. You know what but I we're mean? going into overglide, and we're gonna get there. I like your attitude. Feel it. Now, everybody put their uh, life vests on. <laughs> hey, it doesn't hurt to be prepared for the worst. I love seatbelts on airplanes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Talk about, you know, being prepared and inspiring yeah. confidence in the, the whole the situation. Illusion of, the illusion of safety. <laughs> 
And your your uh, your your seat may turn into a flotation device. Jesus, flotation device! You had to tell me that. Which is a nice way of saying the last thing to sink to the bottom of the ocean is going to be your seat. <laughs> Try to hold on to it. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, I haven't been on an airplane in a couple of years, so. Mm. I was on an airplane one time, and, the, and right after the pilot took off, he banked in a weird way. And for a brief, the briefest of moments, it felt like we were going to roll all the way over and crash into the ocean. And uh, everyone on the plane picked up on it. And then it was fine, but we were all looking at each other like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, did, did that just happen? Yeah, uh, you know, you hit some rough air too. It makes you, it gives you pause. What was well, that? Because these guys are all hot shots. Oh, let me let me take it off. This is a great feeling. And then he just twitches or he zones out. His brain, you know, starts, you know, goofing off for a second. And he almost rolled it. <laughs> well, you got to think of the pilot mindset. They they think they, you know they're gonna. They're gonna they're gonna fly to the moon. They're gonna be, you know, they're, they're gonna be test pilots. They're gonna be. Oh yeah, for sure. You gotta kind of have that mindset if you want to go into flying planes. Yeah, the right stuff coursing through your veins. Exactly. And then there's me grabbing onto my seat and soiling myself. <laughs> and a little rough air. How did I totally miss being a hero? You know what I mean. My paragliding friend said, if you could see the air currents, you know, if they were colored somehow, so, you know, it looked like smoke or something, you could see what the air is doing up there, you would never get into the air. Wow. Yeah. Right? That's good. But, but he paraglides, so there's that. Yeah, but he's an alien. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> What what did uh, what did the Coneheads? Um, what did they say? Uh, remember uh, the Coneheads on Saturday Night Live, and they were they were aliens, but they would tell people they were from France. France, right? Yes, yeah. Why are you well, giving beer and fried eggs to kids as treats? <laughs> well, anyway, this guy's from France, so there's that for sure, and he's definitely French. I have a friend who's also been posting on Facebook. Um, he's been, he lives, okay, he lives up near Flagstaff, uh, way the hell out on a mountain. He's high up in the Arizona high desert, uh, near the That's petrified forest. He's, he's been seeing UFOs. He's been posting about these UFOs for the past week. Oh, okay. Yeah, link me up on that. I'm in that region, right? And that's where I'm at right now. So, yeah, I'll maybe you'll see him. Maybe you'll see him. Yeah. Yeah, you never speak to each other again because I get abducted <laughs> and probed. I'm assuming that'll be part of it. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I'm that's, hoping that's... that they've reached the limits of what they can learn through probing. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, hoping that's a medical procedure. Well, um, it's the way it's been explained. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Well, all right. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm done. Look, look, I'm, you know, we were destined to have a problem today. It's 2020. We're coming up on the end of November. You know, it's, it's, things are going to get hairy in the next month. Uh, sure. We get, you know, two months left of this administration. Uh, anything yeah. could happen there. Um, he's, he's, he's saying, don't worry, I'm, I'll leave if it gets proven that, you know, that, uh, Biden's got the electoral votes. I'll leave. I'll leave. It's right. it's, a, it's rigged, but I'll leave. You won't have me to kick around anymore. I think what he's going to try to argue is that since he's announcing a candidate a run for 2024, that he's now a political candidate and sh his immunity should carry over. That's what he's going to try to argue, I think. Um, I think he's done. He'll be on TV. He'll be like on Newsmax or something, but... As far as I a politician, there'll be, be an earnest attempt to put him in prison for sure. I think so. Um, traditionally, those things don't go anywhere. Not in America anyway. Yeah, um, I don't think we want to set that precedent. And particularly when you've got support of half of the country. 
yeah. as he does, that makes it difficult too. Well, I'm 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 rooting for us to get through this, um, and I believe we will. I hope you guys do a great job. <laughs> what on the house construction? No, I mean just with uh, rebuilding the country. You know. Uh, well, you know, that's I'm, you I'm, too. Well, I you know I've got some uh, other issues. Yeah, engines on fire. I got to put out first. But, yeah. You know. Promised okay. land, one way or the other. Well, okay, so it's a big deal right now. Five years from now, it'll be a funny story. Huh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry this wasn't funnier or better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, they're they're not all going to be home run. Oh, right. Um, Summer base uh, hits. And considering considering the fact that these four people listening are not telling anybody about it, then uh, you know, fuck but them. they are, they are, they are, they are telling. Yeah, each other. Well, okay, but something. That is something. Yeah. Um, and these oh, are pers- what? These are perspicacious people too. These are not dummies. Well, I have to take your word for that. I'm not sure what that word means. So, um, <laughs> might have are you doing? Are you, are you doing any narcotics? Heavy narcotics at all? No, I'm thinking about taking some LSD, but uh, um, I don't have any. So there's that. Okay. Well, I, I, I wish you luck in that uh, psychonautical journey. Um, Pot's been hard to get. I mean, it's if you don't if you don't want to buy expensive dispensary weed. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a dearth of, of pot these days. I'm smoking less than, than I have in years, actually. All right, you and me both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, here's hoping we, we find a way to smoke more weed. So, ah! Um, and everybody out there, good luck, everybody, with that. Um, and remember, stop shop. Stop shopping, you guys, for a little bit. Yeah, just, yeah. Um, yeah. Good morning. Is that the music? Okay. That must mean. I know. We're heading into the sunset. And it's it's actually morning, so. Good morning, everybody. And good morning to Nicey Nice World and uh, all the fans of all you fascists. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. This Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. Give thanks. We love you all. And uh, we hope uh, nothing but the best for you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, James. Thank you. And uh, please write us at allyoufascists at gmail.com. Good morning. Wunderbar. Wunderbar.